Welcome to the Tales of the Hot Mess Mobs, the podcast. Where life gets messy, but so do they. Aw, shit. Welcome to Hot Mess Mondays, guys. How you doing? Good, Hello. how are you? Good. Good. Sweet. I'll just talk. Sorry, sorry, we were not here last week. It's, it's, we're still getting into the swing of things, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I am completely fucking upside down and backwards, and it's really making me irritated. But it's just taking time right. to get to a new schedule. Because seriously, you guys, hence being a I hot haven't mess. even, I haven't even done two weeks into this new schedule, and I'm ready to take off to the mountains and not come back for a long time. <laughs> I'm doing that soon. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> I do it every year. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm working holidays. Like I'm over it. Oh yeah. 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 We get Thanksgiving and Christmas off. I remember like that's what I was telling you. That's the only two days that we get off. Yeah. I don't. It's weird. Holidays are weird for me. I worked for a doctor for 10 years. Well, so no. I never worked holidays. I've so. always oh, worked. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and I worked in a hospital where it's different. You have to work. Like, usually you'd be, like, one year you'd be on all holidays, and next year you wouldn't be. That's how their scheduling worked. It was weird. But oh, I've been used to working holidays my whole life. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now as an older Being adult. Being in the restaurant industry, they like, don't no. give a fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, you have family well, in Well, that's the most money, too. I mean, well, I don't oh, yeah. blame my owner. He's a retail kid store. Like, I remember it's a, retail. Yeah. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. You know how many people have Ew. cells? Dillard's a week before Thanksgiving until a week after New Year's it was blacked out. You could not request time off if it needed. You yeah, needed no. Team dog, Thank time God off I don't have like medically can we, that far. Can we also just talk about how they're not doing Black Friday this year? Yeah. Which yeah. is and awesome. I love it. I'm yes. super excited. I mean, it started becoming not Black Friday because you could go to Walmart at 6 p.m. on Thursday night Thanksgiving and start Black Friday shopping. I'm like, well, it just started getting earlier and earlier right. every year. And I was like, well, that's not even the whole, that's it's See, it's not I even the point anymore. The I, point was like midnight or 6 a.m. or whatever time you go in and you rally for a few hours and then it's over see i didn't mind the midnight i don't mind the midnight i mean with four kids i have to black friday shop it's easier it's how i budget it's how I yeah and most walmarts are 24 which they're not down here right but they are mostly where you would have people working shifts anyways that's what i think about i think about those poor people that have to end up coming oh no i worked at walmart i worked at walmart during black friday and i never never again in my life ever will i do well i can't imagine what people are fucking like oh dude we don't have cells like that. We just have cells all year long. Kid to kid does random things all the time. They have percentages off and stuff. So I we don't s- do anything big. I seen a fight at the Bloomington Walmart one year over, it was when Toy Story 3 came out and it was a fight over the toys. Like That's the Buzz so Lightyear dumb. and a Woody. Like these moms were throwing punches and then I saw two dads getting a fight over pajamas. <laughs> and it was awesome. And I was like, That's I so just pathetic. Want, you I know, was like, I was like, I just want my towels for a dollar. The pathetic 50. thing <laughs> is, is these people are so wound up. And, and it's not even like wanting to get that gift. Like something else was going on in your life. Like you're so pissed off and angry that whatever, that all of a sudden a toy fucking pushes you over the edge and you're taking it out on somebody else. And it's the Christmas holiday spirit, people. Right. Anyways. I'm excited. So Friday, oh, I'm so excited. we're going to get up really early and go shopping. What? So on Black Friday, we're Well, there's no sales on Black Friday. Yeah. Nothing's happening. There's no Black Friday going on. Wait, they're not doing Black Friday. They're not at all? doing Black no. Friday anymore. 
there might be some stores that might end up doing their own thing, but that is not a thing. They're not doing Black Friday mm-hmm. clearance deals anymore. I thought Walmart just wasn't doing it on Thanksgiving. No, no, because not doing it's it racist. Because of they're COVID. no longer doing it. Right? You said I it's because COVID. I thought it because they are done with Black Friday because it's called Black Friday. Racist. I've never even heard of that. I swear, I swear no. that was part of it, but maybe it's COVID. I think that's what it is. No, when all this Black Lives Matters happened is when I started hearing about no more Black Friday. That's when I started hearing. But it's COVID too. I mean, COVID's Um, happened at the same time too. So mm -hmm. I don't, I'm going to look it up right now. But I I think that's why. Because they were just going to be closed on Thanksgiving this Mm -mm. year. Like that was the deal. What? Yeah. Let's see. It's okay. I already put my shit on my way, guys. Because I was the first person at the Washington Walmart to put stuff on layaway. They like trained everybody with my stuff, and I'm just <laughs> like, "Okay, guys, I'm totally cool being the science experiment." Wait, 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 today, wait. But oh, that was July. Never mind. July says it wasn't, but all they say is that it's been losing its relevance with shoppers in recent years. One reason is because retailers start to spread their deals out over many days instead of just one. So mm-hmm. they're trying to claim that it's not making any money anymore. Well, it's because they keep so, starting it on Thursday. That's what I'm saying. It just kept getting more and more not Black Friday. We'll just so. stick with it. Sorry, you guys. I didn't mean to say anything about the BLM stuff. I just figured because of what's happening and it's called I mean, I Black Friday, surprised. why wouldn't they? They want to take down monuments they, and places. Why would gonna, you not get rid of a stupid fucking thing like that? They were going to change the name of our convention center because it's the Dixie Convention Center. Are they? St- I, I think no, they're still talking about no, that, right? Not. Okay, they good. They released an article. They are not changing okay, it. The good. city of St. George spoke. and Good. Right. We were pissed because just because. Well, they wanted to take Dixie off the rock. They wanted to take down the statue. They wanted to do all of it. No, I guarantee you, they would have had to start posting security. So, you guys want to know what's funny? There was wherever the the hurricane hit. There was a Confederate monument up that they had tried to get taken down so hard. And the storm came in and crashed it to pieces and took it down for everybody. Yeah, they tried to. I'm like, Mother Nature does not fuck around, people. Just, just you know. She'll take care of it in the long run if it's not supposed to be there. Wow. I don't think, I'm not saying that that shouldn't have been there, but I know a lot of people were really upset about that one being there and it really didn't stand for something good. And then it was wiped out anyways. Right. <laughs> anyways, today's episode, we're kind of getting all over the place, yeah, but kind of it's okay. Happens. We're catching up. Like it's, this is how it goes. We are a hot mess for a reason. <sighs> um, no, today in the wake of things, in the wake of the world and the fact that we are all moms, well, I hope that we have listeners that aren't moms, but like, yeah, the majority Future of moms, you are kids. Maybe you have nieces you know? and right. nephews, like yeah. you have close kids around you. And that's, and, so, and that yeah. will fall into this here go for a lot of people and we, men. We want to talk about child safety. We want to talk about, you know, tips and tricks that you can teach your kids to help them stay safe. Um, what we do as parents that to teach our kids to stay safe, what, you know, like, tools do we use like i have an app that tracks my child well here's the other thing i want to put out here i'm also wanting to do this to educate some of us adults out there that this shit happens oh yeah okay? oh, yeah this isn't just like make it's not something new either. no and it's not it's been happening for a long time oh. when it comes to kidnapping or any, you know we'll get into things well, but and just so i'm just educating all so around but us adults are the only ones that have the control over this shit and i need us to step up Grow up, start researching, and know what we need to do. You have to have a voice. <laughs> if any of our listeners are on TikTok, I'm sure you have seen the stand with Sophie case. It's oh, all yeah. over Facebook. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't really Facebook. Like Facebook. I'm, in a fa- I'm in his group on Facebook, the dad's group. She's yeah. been placed with him now. Yeah, yeah, they're back. Well, but the boys the weekend, are back. For the holiday weekend, Monday comes another story. But it's about if a child says something, 
do you have to be a voice for children sometimes Mm -hmm. and other people's kids kids you see at school like I (laughs) it's sad that I have to be this way but I drop my kid off and I'm physically looking at other people's children because I hope to God I don't see anything where it's like they're dirty you know wearing the same clothes all the time you know those kind of sorry I'm already getting into science but you know what I mean and um looking for that kind of shit because I sh- don't know if I just shouldn't go around looking for that, but that's how I live my life. I just, I'm always constantly because I just, it hurts my soul so much for these children. So, right. Anyways. Well, and especially like, for example, cause here in town we had, um, an incident. There was a couple of ads posted on Craigslist that were. So I, scary. I don't even know how to describe. Well, you can just, I mean, you could you read know, it like, because do, it's not I do have th- vulgar. I, I do have two of them. I guess there was or a is, couple. Is it the trucker one? Yes. So the trucker kind of, one. Yes. Okay. So essentially over the course of it, it sounds like there were four different ads. And the first two ads were legitimate ads that somebody had posted. Mm. And the second two ads were ads set up by law enforcement that were similar because, a, yeah, I mean, I saw it in a mom's group, the trucker one, right? It was, this one says, like, I'm not a trucker driver yeah, with my a, little girl. That's the one I saw in the mom's group. But too, there was a couple of them, or it. there's one that says dad's need, dad needs help. Dad needs help with tending my little one. I'm a truck driver and coming that's through St. George between August 31st and September 2nd. She's young and kind of shy, but opens up well after some sweet kisses. Only contact if you're serious. She prefers men to watch her, and alone time with her is okay, but needs to be discussed. That's what what in the actual fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. The sad thing is, that's not even, like, that's nothing. If you go on and look at those perverted places, the things they post, it, it, it's even, you, your brain can't fathom. I, like, I want you to do this and this. I'm looking for somebody to do this, 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 like, detailed. Like, that is bad right there. Like, yeah. that makes me sick to my stomach. But what's crazier is that it goes way further. Oh, and your brain, it's really hard to wrap your brain around. So this does happen. Craigslist, Facebook, yeah, we uh, live Messenger. In St. George, Utah. Yeah, St. George, and we Utah. Live in a, We're supposed to be Mormon capital. But, but world, listen, we know. have New Mexico, Nevada, and then we're just so close to these borders where it's drug trafficking, human trafficking. Oh, it's yeah. the easiest way to drive through. We're a small little town where oh, nobody's yeah. going to think about getting picked up. You come down. We're probably going to talk about those other guys too. And some of them were visiting even. They didn't live right. here, the ones that were caught and stuff. Like they were visiting family here and then came oh, to a hotel. And No, one of them was visiting. Yeah, one of them was visiting from, from California. Visiting family in Las Vegas. Yeah, and, and he, he drove up here. Drove that's right. to St. George. Well, that's what I mean. So, but because we're just this little wholesome good town, you would never think. Utah's huge for people going in and through. Oh, yeah. Because they know that, like, Arizona and New Mexico, or New Mexico's huge in drugs, you know what I mean? Like, they know all this, but we're huge for, yeah, The I-15 runs Mexico to Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Through our town. um, And, you know, let's be real. Salt Lake City has a very high drug usage of all kinds of things, so we're probably a hub, too, for a lot of the big traffickers. So, but, yeah, we're easy to pass through, especially when it comes to the human and child. We're all humans, so human trafficking. Salt Lake has the train depots. Depots. Yeah, and then That's when you head over, here anymore. like the United States over Southwest, <laughs> like Ohio, like I always say, those kind of states. There's like the three main highways that run through all there because you hear about all the murders and this and the serial killers. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But the same thing that those are where truckers hubs are, and Isn't that is that where truckers are. What you're gonna need, you know, you need big vehicles, you need these big things 
for the big jobs. So it's right. crazy. Wait, so so Anyways. in light of all the things that have happened, though, Amanda, yes. like have you or even you too, April, have you guys talked to your like your kids about like recent things that have happened? So I've always scared the shit out of my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, like a year ago, I started telling him like I would say things like people are bad. And there's some people out there that want to come take you for mommy and daddy and want to take you to a really bad house and do really bad things to you. And that was like, that's how I would word it. I wouldn't say too much more. Now he's a little bit older. I've talked to him about the bad things can be like people wanting to touch your private parts. Mm -hmm. And then I talk a little bit more about that. Like nobody, even mommy and daddy, you can shut the bathroom door for your showers. You can get yourself dressed now. Like we don't even need to see your private parts, you know, but I have explained that, you know, it's, it's, but mommy and daddy, that's probably the only people, but I'm like, we don't even need to right. anyways. So I've gone a little bit further into a little bit more details and like, you know, do you want to go to a house that has no food that locks you in a room? Like I've gone that far <laughs> because I need him to be scared of that just as much as walk crossing the road and where I've not made a big deal out of it, but been, I have, when I first started teaching him, like you do not, we don't do that. You know what I mean? Anyways. So I don't know if that's extreme, but I don't really care. But I haven't talked too much further because I don't know how much more he would understand. Like, I don't know. So anyways, you have all ages, so you might, you know, yeah, have, but I have done things girls. differently. Yeah, so, so you talk I a little still, bit more. I don't My know. girls know about, like, stranger danger, you know, and people aren't supposed, to, you know, people yeah. you don't know aren't supposed to want to see you naked. Like, you know, like, if mommy walks in the bathroom while you're in the shower, like, that's okay. That's what I mean. I've kind of had but that on a level, but yeah. We also know, like, stranger danger, um... One thing I've been working on, like, and I've brought it up a couple of times and I've seen it somewhere and I can't remember where, but it like was actually a really good idea to me because it makes sense because, you know, things like this happen and so many people see it, but they don't say something because they assume somebody else, else already has knows. or yeah. has and done. honestly, that is. Yeah. So one thing that I saw that I was like, that's great. I'm actually going to start like imprinting this into my kids is if something happens and someone does by chance try to take you or do this, don't just scream help. Yeah. Scream fire. Yes. People yeah. are more inclined to be like, what? Yeah. Oh, so I'm hearing somebody yell fire, fire. This is where mm-hmm. I'm at. Like, you know, mm-hmm. versus, I mean, somebody could be screaming help and somebody might just assume that it's some kid throwing a tantrum because they don't want to go inside mm-hmm. and do this. Or they it's don't a very good go. secret word that others would know that that's not what's happening because we can tell there's no fire going on. Well, that and, I, and so, I'd, I'd like to think as parents and unfortunately, who have kids who have thrown tantrums. Yeah that you can almost tell the difference between a tantrum of that kid's just being an asshole to, hey, listen, something's not right. And guess what? If you think something's not right, say something. Worst case scenario, you're just going to look like somebody who butt your nose into something that, you know. But me as a parent. But you butt your nose into something that does matter. So it's not something that you didn't butt your nose into something that didn't matter. So you're not being a fucking Karen. As a parent, if my kid was throwing such a tantrum that somebody was like, hey, is like everything okay? Like, little kid, is this really your mom? Yeah. Like, I feel like I would rather deal with that. Anyways, I would rather know yeah. that somebody is looking out. Somebody is noticing. And listen, you guys, there sure is a different okay. cry of a child. I don't care if it's not your child. There's a difference between a scream of pissed off, getting mad because he doesn't want to do something. She doesn't want to do something. And literally 
terrified <laughs> something has happened they're traumatized and they're begging basically even though it comes out as screaming and yelling and kicking so that's another thing too just just open up a little bit more to what is actually coming out of their mouths too well exactly but if you question so, it that's what i mean if yeah if it even questions not, at all yeah you know is this kid just yeah. you know if you doubt say something and we, i don't know how we got from i maybe because i grew up Always wanting to help people. The fight or flight response. I've always had the fight response. Like I've always gotten myself involved in fights that I shouldn't like that stuff. I've always had this help for people. But I guess my eyes, I always saw the world that was the same way. But as I've gotten older, I realized that is not what fucking happens. Like everybody keeps their eye, their fucking blinders on. Nobody says shit about shit about anything. And it, it I just have realized how some you know we're, See, we're we're not we're evil on some levels but we're i just i just i i don't know lately i've been like wow we are quiet and we do not say shit about anything um anyways <laughs> See, so, like when it comes to like opener. me and my kid, like I completely, oh, yeah. I'm completely open with him about it. And he's a little bit older she now will, too, so you can. Well, he's ten now, and I, I don't sugarcoat anything. Have I you tell had him the sex, exactly what? Have up. you had to talk with him? No, we haven't had the sex talk, but he knows what sex is. He's Kay. not stupid. Yeah. No, um, that's yeah. But he, um, it's just to the point where like I don't it, want him to go not into something not knowing what's happening. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or like the signs to look for or you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so. okay, but let, let me ask. So when you guys started being like this, how old were they? I started doing it as young as like eight. I mean Well, Atticus is five. The, yeah, I would say almost like well, it would probably just be when we started moving down here. I would say it's in the last mm -hmm. year of his life, from like about four, because when we lived in Salt Lake, like, I don't know. I was, you know, I didn't have any conversations then. But uh, when we moved down here, um, I, I, it probably wasn't until a little bit later. So it's probably just been more recent in the past year. But I did start with, like, I don't, it was like he was throwing a fit about something. I swear it was like, you know, four years old. Oh, throwing I've always been precautious. Well, no, but he was like throwing, yeah, he was throwing a fit or something. And I'm like, you need to hold my hand. Do you want, that's when I started saying, do you want somebody to come take you from your mom and your dad and go to somebody else's house and never come back? Mm -hmm. So I started off with that at that age, but now I've already, I've had more conversations since all of this happens where we talk about the touching and people and who can, and like he calls stuff private parts. Like we don't, we got away from penis and vagina. I don't know why I'm whispering, but I know it's right there. <laughs> like penis and vagina. I mean, I, even though those are terms that he will learn and that's what I want him to use in life. Like, we're just sticking to even we'll being see. respectful about that kind of stuff too. And he knows that and he's caught on. Well, they're fucking no, that's smart. Actually, okay. Using the proper terms yes. is also a good thing, yes. but also being aware of terms that maybe not, might not be so common. I read a thing one time where a teacher I had a student kept telling her about how her uncle kept taking her cookie, touching her cookie. Yeah, so they were and taught it, oh, a different yeah. term. Mm -hmm. So my mom grew up teaching pizzle, which that sounds like penis, but you would think you would know. But <laughs> that's what I mean. And my little brother's always called it a pizzle. Or, now, yeah. maybe somebody or doesn't know necessarily what that is. Or a front bum, which I guess that's kind of more apparent too. <laughs> but, you know, exactly. You're not necessarily, so I don't know. I just say privates, and he knows that both are private parts. My son calls it his no-no square. <laughs> hey. I don't know why. But, Yeah. Like the box, weird. he does like a box. <laughs> the no, no, like from here to <laughs> yeah. here and here to here. <laughs> only on the front. Come on now. No, I've told him it's It'd on the back too. Yeah. It'd be a cube then, Let's or the rectangle. 
depends how long it Anyways. is. Anyways, <laughs> the octagon, mom. So, but yeah, that, yeah. So anything sexual predator wise, kidnapping. I mean, most of the time I think if your kids are getting kidnapped, it's some sort of sexual. I mean, whether they're going to traffic them or they themselves are going to do, you know what I mean? It all, it all stems from that. So those things happen or even safety. Like I wanted to go another little direction um, because my kids started school. Um, this isn't that extreme, but bullying, being aware of what's going on around him as a, as a kid and other kids around He's him. He's still working on that one. No, I know. And we started actually getting him into karate. So he takes karate now and it's been like the best fucking thing. Yeah. Cause they teach a lot. I know Jimmy told me a story cause Atticus is Hence now going to he- be probably a tattletale because his karate instructor is teaching him. Like if you see another kid punching another kid and that other kid's yelling, stop, you know, or you know, maybe they're just playing. My kid's immediately going to think, I need to go tell somebody that so-and-so just hit so-and-so, which is what happened at your house, right? Yeah, so Thursday... Well, see, this is where he's got to... He's still figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. So Thursday... Um, see, Cruz and Dylan have been best friends since they were, like, two. Yeah, yeah. They're now five. Yeah. So I guess the other day they were playing around and Cruz laid on Dylan's head and she told him to move and he didn't. <laughs> oh. So she bit him. Oh, she sat... Oh, that's what happened. I thought for some reason Cruz punched Dylan and then no, he felt no, bad, so, so he went and told. So okay. Dylan bit Cruz. Oh, okay. And Atticus, Atticus came a running. Dylan bit Cruz, and I said, "Well, why?" Oh. Well, he was laying on her head and he wouldn't move. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't really care then because that's her bubble, and if she didn't like it and he didn't want to move, she did what she needed to yeah, do to yeah. get him off. So of yeah, her. he's definitely no still deal. getting the understanding of well, that that wasn't a problem. Well, did he tell you Friday? No, I don't. Uh-uh. Um, he called Dylan fat and chunky on Friday, and I was Atticus like, did? "Yes." And what? I like I junky or chunky fat and chunky <gasps> because she was eating an applesauce. No, did, yeah. did you tell Jimmy? Yes. Oh, he's like, well, I, I kind of, I kind of got on Atticus. I was like, "Listen, bro," like, because I have four girls, and that is something I'm going to I'm have to, to think be aware of. You know what? It's going to be YouTube videos. It's going to be the fucking stupid, disrespectful guys on there and those kids on there. Because I'm like, I don't know where we don't ever use any of those terms. Obviously, See, in yeah, this house. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I, 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 I kind of laid into him because. Good. I have four girls and she's five. She doesn't and even need to worry boys. About this boys shit right need now. to know this stuff too. Like, like you don't shame nobody. Exactly. No. And I looked at him and I was like, that is bullying. And we there don't you go. do that. Like, you know better. Well, Dylan kind of took it to heart. Like, so oh, I'm sure. Atticus tried to play with her later on in the day. She didn't want to play with him. Good. So she went into her room to watch TV. And he tried to go in there and follow her to watch TV. And she said, no, get out of my room. And she went to shut the door and he tried to karate kick it open. And I come oh, out, I was like, kid. why the fuck did you just kick the door for? Well, she don't want to play with me. I was like, well, bro, I kind of wouldn't want to play with you either right now. Like, Good. so that's Yeah, he I didn't say anything fault. to me. I mean, I Jimmy probably like, forgot, but Atticus didn't say anything. That's like your own deal. Well, he was at, well, Atticus was in a mood. Atticus was on, uh, Jimmy was on a conference call when he picked up Atticus. So oh. it was kind of. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to get out to go pick up the truck and grab, drop off the rental that we've had. And so like. It was kind of, I was like, he's been on one. He called Dylan fat and chunky. And it's my fault, you guys, because I have been just an angry Nancy this past week because I'm fucking sick and tired of what's going on in this world slash what's affecting my job and my life. So I think, and I've been more aware because I'm sure it rubs off on him. And he hasn't been going to sleep very early. Like, I'm pretty sure Thursday night was 11 or something like that. So that could have been why too. Anyways, yeah. My kids are great. Okay, so let me ask you guys this. Like in as when you were a child, did you ever run into experiences where you ever had someone like try to touch you or 
Um, yes. How do I like word this? Like that without getting or, too personal. Or, so yeah, you can either talk about it if it's happened or like I was, cause I haven't, but I was going to say, I do remember the time when the very first person told me about stuff and mm-hmm. like, has anything like my grandma asking me questions. Um, but no, I've never been in a creepy position with anybody. Thank God. Cause even as a kid or even as an adult, um, fortunately, but my grandma did like at nine, she was oh, like, wow. you know, that people, you don't, you don't even, she even told me, she's like, you don't even need to sit on people's laps. You, um, you know, has anybody ever touched you there? You know, she asked me a bunch of questions about all that. And I was like, like in my brain, like, no, fuck no. like what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about right now? But anyways, that was my first time that I had realized that, oh wait, people do bad things. And it's funny because I lived in a household of drugs and alcohol and mm-hmm. not really violence, but just, just a, you know, a world where parents were kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I can imagine the people they had over at the house mm-hmm. and they would have, I mean, my mom and dad were separated when, when I was two, like, so, but they were living their own separate lives. My mom was okay, but my dad was always been a drug addict and everything. But yeah, not that I ever, no, not that I can recall, but I would think in life that eventually you those things come up and stuff like that. So right. For, thank fucking God. When um, I was 12, I was at Target in Kent, Washington. And this is back in the day where like you would go to the store with your mom and you'd be like, can we go look at the Barbies? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, stay together. So I mean, 12 years old, I was riding a bus to Lagoon. I was walking so, half a mile <laughs> to the bus stop. Yeah, I'm just saying like. In Kent, Washington, in when I had to get on the bus when it was still dark outside. So um, we were at Target and I was going to look at the dolls and some old man was walking around and he had his hands in his pocket and he clearly had change in his pocket. But he was also clearly playing with himself because you could hear the toys shaking. And I was looking at this one doll and he like walked up to me and he was like, you can go ahead and touch it. And I was like, what? He was like, you can go ahead and touch it. Just go ahead and touch it. And he kept trying to like walk closer. And I was like, excuse me? And so like I turned around and I walked and I went and found my mom and we notified an employee. And I at 12 was asked a couple of questions and then that was that and never anything more. But like cops came, he was arrested. Mm -hmm. But and again, as 12, nothing. I was never included in anything more. I don't know whether it was because it was obvious on security cameras or if I was the only one who would come Or his background. They might have been looking for him. Exactly. So, So, um, but so, I mean, I was, I've always been kind of aware, aware of, tried to yeah I wasn't yeah like I said I was pretty oblivious to the world and it being a bad place even though I had it around me a lot it wasn't until I started working healthcare because they do training for human trafficking and refugee help and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like noticing when patients come in that aren't right or a little girl coming in with an older you know they would do all those different ones so that's when it very first hit me and I was like wow because they told us statistics and that was like 15 years ago at this point where they were like, you know, as of this year, this is how many are kidnapped and human trafficked through Utah. This is how many refugees we take care of that come from places like that. Or, you know, refugees come from all over in different circumstances, but generally it's to get out of genocide, whatever is going on and wherever they live. Um, and I was like, wait, what? Because I've always been interested in murder and serial killers and like those crimes. And we talk about sex workers being killed, but you never, the whole thing about how did they get there? Why is this happening? It it all stems from human trafficking and Mm -hmm. human sex work from a young age. And then you get into everything else fucking too. But you didn't talk about those things. Those things aren't talked about. You hear every murder about the, the murder of the person and the serial killer, but 
They don't talk about like where that all stemmed from. Like why did that 17 year old get murdered as a prostitute? Because she was human trafficked and sex trafficked by a pimp, you know, or whatever. So, right. You don't ever talk about it. Well, so, I, anyways, I feel like I but had, have you. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, I remember like the youngest age being like four. Um, but I'm not going to get too into detail yeah. like about that on here. But, um, but then I remember this one instance, I was 12 and I was at Walmart with my dad. And when I was 12, I was as tall as I am now, mm-hmm. you know, and looked, oh, I mean, I didn't look the same, but, um, I looked mature for my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being at Walmart with my dad and there was this guy like following us around and then he approached my dad and he was like, is that your daughter type thing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And my dad was like, yeah, that's my fucking daughter. And then my dad was like, you fucking get right here, right now, right by yeah. me, you know? Yeah. But I've definitely had experiences and incidences. And I think we keep bringing up two, like, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. But here's the biggest one. It happens more in your own home. Oh, yeah. So family, maybe not in the actual home the child lives in. But, I mean, the percentages are higher Closer to, to your family and friends. And then it goes to neighbors and then outside. Mm-hmm. So don't, like, don't, don't put it past that, too. That that's where it's the hardest is when you know these people. When you see a stranger that's being fucking creepy, maybe they didn't even do too much. You, you know, most people wreak havoc on that or like they fuck you you know what i mean but it can happen in inside or you might see something or somebody says something and yet because you know the person you you do this whole no but i know that person it's kind of just the same fucking thing as about killers you might think you know the person sleeping next to you every night but you don't know you know you don't know what human beings are fucking capable of but so be aware of it too in your own home and signs of things kids behaviors change instantly once something has happened and drastically when you're teenagers all of a sudden go from being this happy bubbly to maybe like when you say going goth like that's what I reference it to because that's what we used to be like back in the day you know usually that person is going through went through something something has fucking happened to them and they are completely changing everything about themselves um and this isn't just trying to find themselves this is trying to get rid of who they were to begin with mm-hmm. um try to reinvent themselves yes exactly so you know and it's hard it's hard you guys because we get wrapped up in our fucking lives our jobs our own personal relationships our own fucking stupid adult self problems that we have in our world and we're trying to keep our heads afloat and then the whole world behind you is fucking burning down to the ground it's hard to think about these things and make sure that we do talk about it and that it and all of it, and that you're aware of it, it's really hard. It's I think hard. what's most important but is we, we can we can't stop talking about no, it. it and needs we to need be to be about yeah. more. And maybe and we need to stop focusing so much. And I'm talking to myself about the jobs or about maybe other things that are like basically the same. The whole thing that we say when when you can't control something, you can't control it. So the things we can control, like being loud about these things, talking about it all the time, sharing the stories on social media. Um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about like the tip hotlines and stuff that you can do. And I looked up some of the child ID, ki- you know, I've looked up mm-hmm. some other stuff that we can talk about, but yeah, we, we do, we do. This is something that needs to be, oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And a lot of us are talking again, talking to myself, you know, the whole fucking mass thing, COVID politics, everything. Um, but really there's something truly fucking going on that is going to devastate this world. Like we've never seen. And that's our children's lives. And that's what we need to be focusing on and being really loud. And thank, thank the universe, too, that it finally has come to a head. I mean, I don't think if we didn't have this COVID bullshit, this probably wouldn't have come to light. Well, so that is one big thing that I take from it is, like, create this fucking political disaster or this society disaster. But it at least 
phoenix rising from the fucking ashes like can you know what i mean it can mm-hmm. be that way and we can and that's one thing that like we need to look at too as an overall it's not just about making kids aware but like we as adults and we need to teach the next generation, we we need to lobby for changes in certain things yes. because, again, that Craigslist ad at the beginning did stem an investigation here in town where 12 men were arrested. Mm-hmm. Not one of them is still sitting in jail. And that's what I tell They are yeah. all out. One, two of them were charged with rape against a child. I don't know how. Exactly. If it was a sting, like clearly mm-hmm. nobody was hurt because they said nobody was hurt in the investigation. <laughs> One man was charged with hum- human trafficking because when they went to arrest him, the things that he had on him and things on his phone and different things led them to charging him with human trafficking. He probably had a person in his house or a couple young girls, like, you know, teenagers. That but not probably one a pimp. of these men is so, still sitting yeah. in jail waiting for court. But we need to change the laws. And I need, I need, so that's the thing. I, yeah, I was brought it up earlier. I told the girls, I'm like, the problem is the laws haven't changed at all. You can get charged with rape, child rape, and the law still is six months well, in jail. The law is still a year of probation. Like, they do not have harsh laws on well, any sexual crime. They need crimes. harsher punishments, too, for some things. But, like, at yeah. the same time, we need to make it so that, okay, they're in jail. They need to go through court so they can be sentenced. And I think and if we speak up more. They were able to bail out. Yeah. Which means they're not going to have court for a nope. couple of a couple of months. Well, and COVID, COVID is also stopping a lot of this, you guys. we got to realize that. They're not going to put people in jail because of COVID. And it's bullshit. Okay, some things shouldn't. Okay. Because that's a lot of push, a lot of people aren't going to court. Felicia They're not that going we've talked to. about was pulled over, had a warrant. They did not take her to jail because of COVID. Yeah, okay, so that's I happening right now too. Warrants for petty little things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but no. But you have human trafficking charges, and uh, I mean, rape how many offense? sex offenders got released from jail when COVID came out? How many sex offenders? See, that's not all okay. of them almost. And a little bit of drug people, a little bit of drug people were released. But and that's like, how it's always been. So it's, it's like this. So backwards. These people were free to answer that ad. So clearly this is not something, I mean, I'd like to think that this is the first time they're doing some shit like this. No, but if but they found other stuff on not. them, they're doing all kinds of we other things. We know it's not. Yeah. yeah. So now they're bailed out. They're not even going to go to court on a Zoom meeting to plead not guilty for a couple of months. Which means they can still. And they're not going to be on house arrest right now. They're going to be told probably because they have to tell everybody don't leave the state and no well, matter what your charges are because you have a court hearing coming up yeah i'm sure their know. court hearing is already scheduled i'm sure that's already scheduled because you got to do that because that's the proper paperwork which is still bullshit and then that's all they have to do you just have to and wait then, for the court date for well, them not to show up or and show then up. and then it's going to be six months before they give them a preliminary hearing to go that's over such what fucking evidence bullshit. Will be alive. they're gonna get six months for rape is how it's gonna wind well, up in the long run what too. it's gonna be is in two <laughs> years and then they get time served <laughs> Exactly. I'm not no, trying to laugh. I'm but they're already laugh. out of jail. So no, not I know. Time, but but what it is 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 in two years we're gonna read an article about how they were finally fucking sentenced. Yeah. Or how many more times they reoffended? That that they didn't that didn't mean shit to them. They got a slap on the fucking hand and they realized they can get away with whatever the fuck they want. So next time they're just not gonna post it on Craigslist. They're gonna be more secretive about it. Like Facebook Messenger, you guys. Facebook has all the rights to that shit. They can do whatever they want. There's a huge thing going on right now where that is where it's happening the most is in Messenger app. Because Facebook has control over that app. And it's not like anybody else can. Like they have to get warrants, they have to get all this shit, the cyber style in order to bust people. So that's very private right now. 
Um, so that's anyway. So they they're just gonna find another place to do it, and it's just going to keep escalating. Because you know who knows how many of them were just looking at pictures, you know, a month before that or a couple weeks before, and then they're like, maybe, maybe I'll try it out. Oh, I see an ad. Okay, I'm gonna do it this time. You I know? don't think some forty year old man it, just one day decided to check Craigslist. And no, but I mean, it's like ad, it's like though. a killer. It's like they can escalate though. They can go from just seeing images and being in your own home to they gotta relieve it. So, no, but maybe not those guys. Those guys very well could have done this fifty thousand times. They could have already raped children and they got busted on a sting that really wasn't true. You know. But maybe not. Some of them might not. But that's that's what I'm, I'm talking about. You don't know what's going to happen. Now they're back out in the street. You don't know where they were to begin with. So you don't know right. where the escalation is going to go. More than likely, it's just going to be reoffending because that's what it is. They fall into that cycle. And I only know that from personal experience. I say it in the terms of DUI. I got my first DUI at 19, and I should have been fucking not slapped on the wrist. I should have been fucking given a fine, a ma- you know what I mean? I should have given him a major fine, maybe a couple of days in jail. I don't know. I should have been given a bunch of stuff, but I didn't. So guess what? I was like, well, that was nothing. Like, why wouldn't I continue to drink and drive for the next 10 years? And guess what? I did. And I should have killed people. And I got a second DUI. And then finally they were like, oh, well, we don't fucking tolerate that. And then it was finally an aha moment. So that's where I come from that too. Like, it's so easy to be like, oh, I didn't get in trouble, so why wouldn't I do the same thing or more? Well, so something that we need I to be loud about, about it. too is like even though you're categorized as a sex offender and you have to register as a sex offender, there are still people out there who have not been caught. Yeah. Who you literally have no idea who the fuck they and are. They can move to a different state and not have oh, yeah. and did not register as a sex offender in the state that mm-hmm. they're we're uh, charged in, and they just take off to another state. Nobody well, ever and, knows. Yep. But see, well, and that's one thing, though. It should is, it be automatic as they're being booked. Well, you need or to leave look in, at but you your wait for sex to be guilty, offender registry laws too, because yeah, they're not. okay, so the state of Utah has different levels of sex offenders. That's true. Certain states do not. Mm-mm. So, say you are a sex, of, you get charged with a sex offense. You have to register as a sex offender for ten years in the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. But then you want to move to Arizona. You are now on the sex offender list for life because Arizona doesn't do time frames. You are either on it or you're not. And if you're supposed to be on it, you're on it. But it pulls up in Arizona. uh But then if you try and move back. So it's a nationally wide database? Because would they pull you up on the computer in Arizona and it would pop up child that would be sex offender in Utah? It's it's supposed to if they follow the laws if they're on probation. But so say you're on that 10-year probation, you move to Arizona three years into it, finish your seven years in Arizona and want to move back to Utah, you have to re-register back in Utah as a sex offender because Arizona said you're a lifetime sex offender. Mm. Because you know that they can't find warrants in other states, right? If you go to Arizona and have a warrant in Utah, that does not pull up on Arizona. Unless it's federal. It depends on... Oh, federal. But but that's what I'm saying. Sex offenders are felonies. federal, though. No, it does depend on... It depends on, you know, it depends on the officer who's pulling you over. Oh, I just thought they would pull warrant. up your whole thing or You're whatever. Just, oh, it just depends. Yeah. Like, I mean. Well, I just figured it was one database over. for every state. I so know, they just did whatever. I know, but if you're getting pulled over for a friggin' no blinker, they're not going to think that they need to check a, the federal database. They'll run your name through the system. The yeah, for federal system. warrants, I guess you're right. That they wouldn't. They would do their state. They would do like yeah. that state or county or whatever. You're right. So not now, everybody on a federal. if you were being federal. super well, sketchy, they might do a deeper... Yeah. Because there's, I mean... Haven't you seen on bookings where it's like out-of-state hold? Yeah. See, I don't know how it works. Maybe they can pull up warrants okay, from other states, but I didn't think you could. I feel like the... Uh, but maybe okay, some states are on the same page. Sometimes the out-of-state holds 
that we get in Washington County are transfers. Not necessarily they're moving transfers. To big prisons. They're moving mm-hmm. prisoners. So say somebody yeah. in Montana has a warrant and they get arrested in California or Las Vegas. This is kind of like a halfway house. Well, and U.S. Marshals. So that's a right, big thing. Right. Yeah. So my friend had a baby with a guy. Anyways, he had warrants, major murder charge warrants in Hawaii. And they were able, so the U.S. Marshals got a hold of Davis County. They showed up on his doorstep and, you know, and arrested him. And then he's in hold forever to go to Hawaii. Like that one lady who, Gannon in Colorado, stepmom. Yeah. Killed. She was arrested on the other side of the country. They had to bring her back to Colorado on part of the drive. She tried to take out a cop. It was interesting. But when they do those transfers, they don't go stay at Motel 6. They no, actually no. Go no. They have to stay to a jail. Yeah. They go to a jail. They book the inmate. Generally, the And I only say this because I just know people that are like, you know, that don't ever go get a driver's license, that don't do this and this because they have warrants in the state they live in. So they live under the radar, but they could just take off to another state and go live. And I've seen them do that. So they're, they're even more quote unquote not smart because they're they're doing it on a level where they don't have a paper trail Mm -hmm. but they if they pulled his name up in you know in the other state it would not pull up the warrants for utah because i know because he was busted and he didn't get busted until he was back in utah and got busted well that and it depends on the type of warrant that's true So like i mean yeah he didn't have any murder charges or anything so i'm sure it is on the level or what degree maybe it is exactly but but i know like driver's license there's like 26 states that are all in the same but some of them aren't so it could work the same way. They're working on that. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I thought the DLD, you know, were specific to each, but there's like a whole over many that are on the same line. So when they pull you up, that's like, we learned that about Jimmy from yeah, Massachusetts. So when I was living in Nevada, I tried to get my license and they said, nope, Utah won't give it to us. So. Yeah. Because Utah had a hold on it for some mm-hmm. reason. So Massachusetts has a hold on Jimmy's CDL part of his license because of the DUI he got in Utah that automatically puts it throughout all those other states yeah. that he can't. So he wouldn't be able to go get a license anywhere else. But like he had already taken care of that in Utah. So that turned out to be a whole other fucking stupid thing that it's obviously computer and people just not doing their job. But they pulled that right up and we're like, nope, no license for you here. Or or he needed to go there and get the that taken care of and prove to them that Utah had given him back his mm-hmm. license. But they still didn't ever release it. Anyways, that's just a whole other story. But yeah. Okay. Getting way off. But yes, if you see something, say something. Even if it's not having to do with a you know, child being kidnapped or that kind of, you know, that well, level of yeah. stuff. If like, you have the ability to help, abuse. you know, if there's some kind of bill coming up that's going to, you know. Yes. Election is right now. I guess we're voting right now for our states. Sorry. It, yeah, it's coming around. No, so. it's already happening right now since June. Yeah. Well, it's... I. Sorry, I was pulling I up the polls because I was trying to look into it to see about who's running in Utah and like what they're going for, like the school board. But yeah, it took me way too far. Your local offices. So, that's, yes. what, that's where I'm going with it. Yes. You need to look into your local legislation, different things, things. There are things on there that you probably don't even realize, you know, and. And it doesn't mean you have to vote for the president. It just means at least do for your community. Exactly. Because like you don't have to go votes, do a president vote. I know that they always say that like our president vote doesn't count. Well, I that's true and i will but your local ones yes do yes that's what i'm saying i'm not going to vote for president but i'm going to try to vote for here and that's where we start to change things Mm -hmm. and speak up we have to we have to start doing something about it this cannot be the giant elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about not anymore because it has been that's what i mean it needs to be done protect our children 
We need to teach them. We need to make them more aware. We need to teach them how they can make a difference and change things in the future as they get older and Mm -hmm. they start to take over and they are the generation that's leading the way. Because that's how it is. That's how it is right now. Like, Yeah, because the kids that are saved too, I think about it and I go, unfortunately for most of them, it's already too late in the sense of them being productive, great members of society taking on this world and doing amazing things. Some of them will, yes, and I, yes, I, I hope so. Use their story but it's so sad as... to think that those guys are almost already, just, you know, it's kind of past that too. So we need to stop it before anything because that's the only way well, to get it. Well, and it happens all over. Like, do you yeah. guys remember a few years ago that case back in Ohio with like the Amanda and like the three girls who busted out of the house? Turns out they've yeah. been living there for 10 for years. years. The, he, like baby, 10 he years. made oh, them have babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that children. one. Yeah. One little girl. She, she, she kept that one little yeah. girl and she all of them had multiple daughter. babies. They, there's a, oh, so many documentaries. She was chained. They were all chained up in the basement for the one was for 14 years. The others were like 10 years. Uh, the first girl was that like with him when he and kidnapped the other two went, girls. And those girls went missing, you know, walking home from school. Like I'm like that's like oh, one thing. Another that's another thing to talk about. Yes. Um, when if your kids walk home from school, let me tell you, the most vital thing that you can do is create a route for your kids. And you pretty much let them know that if they stray from that route, you're going to wring their necks because that's exactly what I've told my kids. My kids do walk home. It's a quarter mile road trip. They don't walk home when it's too hot, but when they do walk home, there's a group of them. Mm-hmm. They know, like Rylin knows if it's just like if it's a Wednesday and I don't have any of the other kids, she knows I'm going to pick her up. Mm-hmm. But like the boys will all walk home with them. They have one way home. I'm like, this is the route I want you to take because this route, you don't walk through a neighborhood of a hundred damn houses. Mm-hmm. You're passing six houses. You cross the street. You know, the, and you know the direction they're going in case it's like direction two going. minutes later or I whatever. I know about how long it's going to mm-hmm. take. Now I do give them like, you know, five or so minutes for leeway because, mm-hmm. you know, kids yeah. can screw around. Sometimes yeah. they got to tie a shoe, whatever. But if they're not home by a certain time, I will go and hunt them down. all of those kids, your kids and the other kids know that they stick together too. Oh, they yes. don't leave unless until they're all together. Yep. They don't walk nothing, no matter what anybody says about anything they they stick together i make a so. point of like driving past my gro- crossing guard regularly like he knows mm-hmm. who my kids are mm-hmm. so he sees me in my car but he also knows who my kids are when they're walking you know, mm-hmm. it breaks my heart when i see these one kid by themselves there's a kindergartner i watch ride his bike home every day he doesn't probably go too far it's still down the street and around the corner from the school and i think to myself no what in the fuck is going see, on i would never house? let dylan come home by herself no, no. But like, like a little bit older age. I don't know what age. Kindergarten. Yeah. And so when the kid, big kids start walking home, like Cruz can walk. Well, home yeah, but he like, walks home with somebody. He doesn't just yeah, walk no. home by himself. I would say I would never have that. Even it's if it was scary. Cruz it, it and Dylan getting out my half soul. day, I would not. I would not let two. I feel like I need to walk. Wa- I need to watch that kid because he's in Anakis's class. Because they say goodbye to him every day, and I watch him get on his bike and drive as or go as I go, and then he turns, and I'm just thinking. Like I want to follow you to your house and knock on the door and be like, I don't give a fuck if you have 15 kids in your house right now. You take care of your child and make sure they are picked up and taken to to school. I know. So I I didn't think that kindergartners could be let. They don't even let. They don't even bus kindergartners. No. Uh. So I watch kindergartners go. Bye. My mom's way over there in that car. Bye. I walk. Oh, yeah, they don't put they up with that at our they school. They don't even let the kindergartners, okay, so at our school, like, kindergartners, yeah, not no. that, there's not that many of us, though. I'll be down at the end, 
parked in the line and they won't even let them walk down. And to you want to know? No. Wait you guys want to know why? Come forward. Do you want to know why this is happening? Because of COVID. Because they used to walk the kids up to the cars or have the parent come up and you had to high five the teacher. Mine's never. Now they won't let you do that and they won't let the teacher come up to the car or anything. So the teachers stand in front of the school with the class of kids and we're responsible for waving and having the teacher see, they're supposed to see the parents wave and the child waves and says bye to the teacher name. But I'm seeing kids that I can't see the fucking car they're pointing at and they're saying bye teacher and she's like bye. It, ugh, sorry, it just makes me so, yeah, no. it hurts my soul right now. Or kids, I get parents, I get we have jobs, but like they're just dropping their kindergartners off down like around the corner, you know, in the same line, but because it's so busy and even, just even letting, I don't know, maybe because I'm just, I am super overprotective. I drop off Atticus and I pick him up. See, Tia will. Because he's by himself. On days that I have her, she'll walk Dylan to class. If yeah. I drop them off at the front. And their like, sisters. Depending on where I, in the line they get out. Yes. Or if it's days that T is not with us and she gets dropped off by dad, she's still out front waiting for me. Yeah. So unless I'm a hot mess and we're running late. But even then, if I'm a hot mess and we're running late, then there's generally nobody in line and I can drop her off and I watch her walk. Yes. Yes. And that's fine. That's before fine. Before I leave. But I just get a little nervous because I'm like, teacher, do you really know? Like, maybe that kid wants to go to his friend's house. I don't think at five years old, hopefully they're not pulling that shit already but I don't know it just it that's why I refused when they were like we're not gonna be able to get out like they wanted us to wear our masks outside too to pick up none of us have because we're not fucking doing that and they haven't said anything yet um I so feel like if I can do socially that, distance I shouldn't have to wear a mask I thought that was the thing that if you stay six feet apart you don't but I don't know how it's going on these days um so yeah it, it but it, every time I see that kid like it, or anytime I see any kids even if they're a little bit older but I think like you know I don't know I don't know if I'm comfortable at eight or nine maybe I don't know I don't know what age I'm comfortable at my kid walking by himself I just see, don't think when really my kids walk home any. there's generally <laughs> Tessa or Tia and Cooper who are 10 yeah even if there's two I'm good with that it's just Tia and Cooper are 10 Rylan and Cash are seven mm-hmm. Lucas is 10 he's yeah. in that mix some mm-hmm. days and then Cruz is five. Yeah, yeah, so the youngest would be five. But it's never like the two five-year-olds walking by themselves. It's never, do you do the seven? No, not even the seven-year-olds. In the, I no, don't you have, have walk home that's what I mean. Home. That's what I mean. You have at least a 10-year-old that is with them, and if I not multiple. And I let them do it last year in fourth grade. Yeah. Like, it was third, fourth grade before I started letting Tia. Like, yeah. I mean, but again, it's when there's a group. If there's that's not what I mean. going to be, that's what well, I mean. Even two, I don't. I mean, two's a little hard because they have can still get. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The, that's happened girls. a lot with siblings so, being with younger siblings. So I mean, I prefer three, four, or more. Yeah. But yeah. No, totally get that. I love that. Or if you're walking your kid or whatever. But well, and there's been a couple I just of times seen a lot too. Yeah. And I'll just go. I'll let them walk out the school and down to the crosswalk and cross the mm-hmm. street. But I'm sitting right there. Waiting well, for and me. I have a brand new kid at the first time starting school. Like I wanted to be on the playground and watch him go to his line and then watch him walk in the building. Like that's, and some moms, they don't, I mean, they're just, that doesn't, they don't need that much. They're, they're still okay to drop off their children. five. Yeah. Now I'm on kids, you know. Kids well, no, you have more than one, like done that. <laughs> you can't do all that. Even if you end up having two kids, sometimes like all you can do is hurry and drop them off right there on the sidewalk. And yeah, you see him go behind the fence and then you got to get to work. I'm just not quite there yet. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'll be dropping Atticus off this whole year <laughs> and picking him up. <laughs> but, um, Kindergarten you usually have and it to. doesn't mean that, and that doesn't mean that everybody needs to be that way. I'm just saying that is how, that's just how I am. I've always been hyper aware of 
now once I worked in medical and learned about all those child, the trafficking stuff, I just have been super hyper aware of just creepy fucking people and that, you know what? We don't know men. Oh, I want to bring this up earlier. It's not just men, by the way, females, men, men and women are doing this stuff to children and trafficking. And it's easier to get a woman to go seduce a young girl like, hey, you're so pretty. Because they're Let's, more trusting. Right? Than it is like a creepy guy. So oh, yeah. it, it ha- it's probably more of the women are involved than, than anybody ever realizes. Even though they'll uh, catch them and the women will be like, oh, I've been here. Because, you know, they, they'll try to claim like, no, I'm being held captive too. But well, it's... just like the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. He had that girlfriend. Yes. That would lure these yes. young girls. Yep. yep. For yep. him. For him. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Just it's it's crazy. Um, I was gonna say, oh, my other thing I was gonna say, and I hope to God this never happens to anybody I know. But there were some resources, by the way, that I was gonna say. But um, if your child goes missing, so there are steps to take. But do not stop. Like I hear so many stories no. where I don't give a fuck if you have a seventeen-year-old almost turning eighteen that doesn't come home from school. Because this whole runaway thing is still a huge thing where I think the law enforcement's starting to catch on that we, but there's still places that have the 48 hour still that you can't put a mystery no. person in. You show up at that fucking police station every goddamn day. You call, you know what I mean? Like you do put it out there yourself. not stop. You go on Start. social media, you, you make phone calls, you do texts, you let that whole fucking world know what's happening and what's going on. And you do not stop. Like no. it don't matter if somebody's like, we're taking care of it. It's okay. Just go home, be with your family, say fuck you. <laughs> and yes, please don't ever stop no matter what. Be very, very relentless. But I was going to say real quick, um, they say that like your kid doesn't come home or something. So immediately, as soon as you find out, um, you would call your law enforcement, first of all, very first thing, like, and I know some of us want to go out and search, but and I don't, I don't really know. I think whatever you're comfortable with, I think some people still wait a little too long. Some people will be like, even if it's like a 13 or 14 year old, then they'll be like, well, maybe they just wound up at a friend's house. Like for me, an hour has passed and they're not home when they should be. That's too long. Like, and I know we try, we try to just wait like six, you know, some people wait a few hours, then they'll contact law enforcement. They say immediately, even if you make a mistake, and that kid did wander off. I remember wandering off. My daycare was up the street, or my grandma lived up the street from my babysitter. And I had to go every day, walk home from school, and go to my babysitter's house. One day, I told my friend, see ya, I'm going to go visit my grandma. So I took off to my grandma's house. And, um, like, my dad was there, so he immediately took me to my babysitter. But my mom had already been notified. Like, that babysitter had already called my mom and had already said, you know, do you know of anywhere she could be? If not, I need to call the cops. You know, I need to call the cops right now anyways. I don't think they ever got to the point of calling the cops because I wound up showing up on the doorstep. But I'm just saying, just they say call, immediately call your law enforcement as soon as you think. I mean, it's just like when we talked about losing our kids. Like, you couldn't find Dylan in the house. Like, now that, you know, you knew she was in the home and you weren't, she wasn't walking home. You guys weren't at a store. So, of course, you wait well, a little bit time, longer, but you almost called just outside. for that. Yeah, we you were You know what I mean? Um, I wanted to see, I downloaded, sorry, let me see if I can find it really quick. That was just kind of like, it's, a, it's on the, so the cyber tip line, by the way. So it's 1-800-THE-LOST is for everything. You can call for your own child or for other people's, like missing, or that's the cyber tip hotline number. So it's kind of for all of it. Or well, you was do it have one eight hundred the lost. The lost. T H E L O S T. Um, 
Let me see if I can find, you know how sometimes things get downloaded and you're like, where the fuck? Are, oh, here it is. Like, is it in my files? Is it here? Wait, sorry. So, so this is the Missing Child Emergency Response Quick Reference Guide for Families. So you contact your local law enforcement as soon as you have determined your child is missing or has been abducted. So obviously, if you're witnessing something, do not delay reporting your child missing to the law enforcement. So that's what they say, first thing. Um, again, even if they went down across the street to the neighbor's house and they haven't come back. I mean, obviously go check in the neighbor's house, but you know what I mean? Like even if your kids were down in the cul-de-sac playing, like just call immediately. Um, it says search any area, then search any area your child could crawl or hide, possibly asleep or and unable to get out of. So then maybe they could <laughs> freaking fridge, right? It was a fridge. Oh yeah. This includes closet, piles of laundry, in underbeds, inside large appliances, in vehicles, including trunks or any other space which a child might fit. Check areas where your child was last seen or may have played, such as an open or abandoned wells, caves, sheds, buildings, across. Please do not let your children play around fucking abandoned wells. But okay, let's just move on from their caves. <laughs> But I guess if you live out in the country, you never know. Okay. <laughs> it's totally possible. Though, no, this like is good. This is good stuff. We need to know. You need to look everywhere, even if you don't think they can fit mm -hmm. in there. Like, do that. Provide law enforcement with the date and time location where it was last seen. So wherever you would think where they would known. Um, provide law enforcement with the last names of the name or names of the last person, people you saw your child with or around. So, I mean, even if they're in front of a neighbor's house, like, let them know what that neighbor's name is and so forth. Um, determine the names and descriptions of companies or associates last seen with your child. Um, se secure your child's room and personal belongings until law enforcement has the opportunity to conduct a search. So even if they might find them, just go do that because you, unfortunately, if, if they're missing at the moment, even if they do find, you know what I mean? You just, you have to prepare. You've got to be prepared. Um, gosh, this hurts my soul just reading this shit. Um, identify and secure any computers, wireless devices used by your child, but do not attempt to conduct a search of these devices on your own. Ask law enforcement to look for clues in any chat and social network websites your child has listed or visited or host. So again, that talks about too, if you have children of ages, I'm sure Amanda, do you know all of your login, like TikTok for your kids and everything? Do you know their passwords and stuff? No. Oh, okay. But I, we do, I've got like my life 360. But I mean, but you also are friends with them so you can see what they post. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I can see who follows them. And but it might be a good idea. The, we also have the policy that if I ask for your phone, you yeah. Can well, I'm saying more in this if somebody needs to get into a phone or a tablet or into their media is what I'm saying. Like, like it might be something to be good that you guys have an understanding. Like we only have the passwords saved here just in case there's something else. I don't let my son have any type of social media at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and he's not of age yet. And my kids only have TikTok. Well, yeah. So there you no go. Facebook, so they don't have no anything Instagram, else. No Instagram, no Snapchat. Yeah. You yeah. have my life 360. I get to track your whereabouts. Yeah, there you go. There you, you go. Know. And I know right now June is uh, like cyber month or whatever, but I know with like Atticus starting kindergarten, they're, they've been talking nonstop about online internet, internet predators. Obviously what we're talking about on today, Yeah, that's, that's where it's coming from. They're not, they're not showing up on your, like they, they're still out there bold trying to kidnap you from Walmart, but not really anymore because they've got to hide behind in order to get well, away. No, so, that's actually I mean, a little bit, that well, it's all over the place. Our but. school district actually does that i feel like tessa took a class last year that was like and they might i don't have to I, do it in six since i never grade. did any of this it's stuff like, i don't think you guys did either they do like they internet safety yeah and yeah we have a piece of paper that was part of their homework and like what they're going to be but i know june is also just the awareness for that so i know that some had already gone over it but um yeah provide line of with your child general health obviously that would be kind of the first things that you're going to tell them on the phone 
Um, compile descriptive information about your child and have information available providing first responding law enforcement. So remember like what they wore that day, what their backpack is, obviously if they have any unique birthmarks you can see. Um, this is where I wrote down a good thing to do and I want to do this. They have ID cards online. You can get a travel ID card for your kid, a medical ID, a child safety card. That's going to have everything on it. And then you can put whatever phone numbers you want or whoever you want. Um, they do have that kind of stuff available. Um, now I, my only problem is, is do you keep, it's like, do you keep one for you? Do you have one in your child's backpack? Or I don't know if that gives information to other people. It doesn't have addresses and shit on there. It just has people's phone numbers to call. So anyways, however you decide to do it, you can get these cards made and whether you keep onto them or you have one with your child at all times too, like maybe they find a backpack with this, you know, something. I, I don't say know. say we just chip our children and track them until they're 18 <laughs> fucking years old and deactivate it. I mean, Bill Gates is trying to get us all. <laughs> just like, oh, no, fuck <laughs> No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> they will. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I know, right? Like somehow, have some, but the, my grid. but my 360 right. right there. When you have control, you know where they're on. You know the websites they're on. You know the 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 devices they have and what's happening. I know happening. when their phone batteries are low. And then it says, ask the responding officer if immediate communication notifications such as an Amber alert has been considered. So there you go. Like you've got to push and push and be like, have you guys? But this is why you have to educate yourself on what needs to be done, so that if something for God forbid ever did, you can be like, no, I need you to do this. Have you done this? You can look this up really easy, by the way, you guys. Um, try to keep all fine lines open. Restrict access to your home. So you don't want people coming in. And like, it's hard when it's like 15 law enforcement show up. But technically, it's they don't have a warrant for your home. They're helping you. So you could even have control over how many officers you let inside your house. You know what I mean? You do. You do have like little things. I would hope you wouldn't have to go that far. Um, just because then I think about so many people being in a place. Um, yeah. If there's any custody issues, obviously, obviously, if you have somebody in mind that you're like, well, mm -hmm. so-and-so, we've been doing this. Basically, you're just going to give them all the information, who your neighbors are, where they were last seen, what they look like. Um, and then anybody who's had any unusual attention or interest in your child. And then just make sure you get the name and information of the officers you've talked to. Um, the investigators, once they come, like have everybody's cards, even from the person that you talk to right away and file the report on. And then re report your missing child to the National Center for Missing Missing and Exploited Children. That's the 1-800-THE-LOST. So um, there's also on that webpage, you guys, you can go on and look at pictures of missing kids. I don't like to fall in well, I don't. No, I just mean... Sometimes, you know, if you're in your little city and you can narrow it down, it doesn't hurt to have a kind of a look. You never fucking know where somebody might be. It's like I listen to the podcast called The First Degree. So they do all their murder mysteries about people who are directly involved with the case somehow, like the, the actual, you know, best friend or but because everybody has some first degree connection. So anyways, so it's kind of like the same thing. Like you just don't know. You just don't know if maybe you have seen them or something. But again, to each is their own. If you don't want to fall into a rabbit hole and see all these poor children, you know, I get it. I get it totally. But they do have all of that on there. So anywho, anything else that we no. do or don't do with the kids? Yeah, I just, I'm a scarer. I just make things that are scary, scary. And then other things, I, I mean, I, I don't treat anything else that way. You know, I just, those main things. Um, that's why my kids still, you know, holds my hand in the parking lot. I'm just like, I've always taught him, like, you can get run over and die right now. Like, I just, I don't know. I just kind of go extreme maybe, but I just do because I feel like, well, then he'll never even want to maybe try that. Mm -hmm. Where sometimes if you tell him lightly, 
they still want to try it. They still want to do it. Like, ooh, but maybe I'll still do it. But I don't know. So, all right. Well, hope we can all catch up some more and we'll be back. And yeah, hope everybody's doing good out there. Sticking, sticking to whatever. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm on the true. struggle bus. So if you're on the struggle bus, it's okay. I think some of us are going to still be on that struggle bus. Um, but I hope, yeah, I hope, I hope not for very much longer with everything. So, and I hope school's going well, whether you're doing it at home or you're sending your kids off to school, you guys are doing okay. Um, that shit's crazy. And my, all props to you with that home with those kiddos. Seriously, right. you guys are the oh, true man. heroes right now. The true ones. So, yep, yep, yep. All right. And, oh, have a good, I hope everybody ended up having a good Labor Day. I guess technically it's, it's Labor Day. It's so. tomorrow. Well, Technically, so well, today. when they hear when the, today, when the, oh god, I just <laughs> fucked that. They know. hear it. Anyways, I hope you guys Sorry. had a yeah. I hope you guys had a good uh, weekend, and if you didn't work and stuff, I hope you're able to spend with family and friends and just enjoy some time together. So, all right. Awesome. As always, you can find us everywhere at Tales of Hotness Moms. Yep, all on the platforms for that iTunes, Facebook, Spotify, Instagram. all of it. Obviously, what you're listening to on us right now. Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, social media. I am April Perkins on uh, Facebook, and I'm True Love Perk on Instagram. I am Hot Mess underscore Mom five eighteen on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I am uh, Lynn's Dot on Snapchat and Lindsay Snyder on Facebook. Can I also just say? Oh, it's okay. officially spooky. And season. I hope, yeah, I hope everybody started decorating. Like, we need to make Halloween, like, the best holiday just because, like, did. we need to get out of the shit. Like, mm-hmm. we just need something fun and exciting. So, anyways. Yep. Okay. All right. Keep it real. It's already messy. <laughs>